Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. Atlanta's exclusive AM 920. In this segment in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Townsend Creek in Swanee. If you live in the Peachtree Industrial Swanee Dam area, if you live in Buford or Duluth or any of those areas, you want to stay tuned for that segment for sure. How do you appeal your tax assessments? In some cases, the deadline for appealing your assessment is already over, but we're getting so many listener questions that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how it might work so you could be prepared better for next year. And then what do you do if you need gift funds for a home purchase? Can you even use gift funds for a home purchase anymore? Let's talk. Don't forget, go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. Make comments, you can push back, you can share ideas, you can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast, and we would love nothing more than for you to be a podcast subscriber. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last three years and let you know how, as a homeowner in that area, you have a an advantage or a disadvantage in that particular market, and this week... We have selected Townsend Creek, which is in Swanee in Gwinnett County. If you are headed north on Peachtree Industrial, you'll turn left on Swanee Dam Road. You'll go about two miles, and the neighborhood is on the right. The average sales price of a home in Townsend Creek in 2019 was $316,230. $316,230. There were 10 homes that sold. It took an average of 43 days from listing to contract, the low price was 264000 The high price was 359900 And homes sold for 98.2% of their list price. Means sellers discounted the price 1.8% to come to an agreement with the buyer. In 2020, it was a whopping 18 sales, 8 more than in 2019. They took 23 days to close, which was 20 days short of how long it took to sell them in 2019. The average sales price, 330 $7,000. So that's an increase of about $21,000 over that year. Prices ranged from a low of $280,000 up to a high of $380,000. Sales price to list price ratio, 99.4%. Sellers didn't have to discount 1.8%. They only had to discount 0.6%. 2020 over 2019. 2021, a different story altogether. Back to closer to 10 sales. There were nine sales. Uh, in that size neighborhood with almost 300 homes, we would expect there would be closer to 20 sales per year in normal housing turn, if you will. So normally between 5 and 7 or 8% of the homes in a neighborhood sell on an annual basis. In 2021, the nine homes that sold took 10 days, a whopping 10 days, a week, less than a week and a half. And the average sales price was 399808 So if you look at that, that is a $60,000 increase, $60,000 increase, almost a 20% increase over the prior year. The low average sales price, $340,750. The high sales price, $449,000. And the sales price to list price ratio, 101.8%, which means the average home seller sold their home for 1.8% more than they listed it for. There are currently three homes available for sale at an average list price of $533,000. The lowest asking price is $499. Wow, talk about somebody trying to set a new standard for that neighborhood. 
and the highest asking price is 585000 There have been 10 sales in the last 365 days, which means today there are 3.6 months' worth of inventory. Now, remember, as we just talked about in the prior segment, less than four months' worth of inventory, seller's market. So this is a seller's market, but it's at the high end of a seller's market, almost to a balanced market. If there was a fourth home on the market, it could be that the negotiating stance of sellers and buyers in the neighborhood gets more balanced and less oriented toward sellers. So 3.6 months worth of inventory, seller's market, but not a screaming seller's market. There are a total of 270 homes-ish in the neighborhood, which means that homes went from an average sales price of 158000 in 2011 to 400221 which means homeowner equity in that particular neighborhood increased to the tune of $65 million. Yes, you heard me say that right. Those 270-ish homeowners have additional equity in their homes of $65 million. I don't know about you, and I don't need the whole $65 million, but maybe I could get like 10% because that'd be $6.5 million, and I would like to have six and a half million. It's really cool to think about how homeowner equity, how equity in our homes adds to the net worth of the average American homeowner. The last statistics I looked at show the average net worth of a homeowner. I think this is from the Federal Reserve was somewhere around two hundred and forty or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The average net worth of a renter was around five thousand dollars. And I'm not saying that just because somebody's a homeowner then their net worth is higher, but the facts are the facts. And people who own homes tend to accumulate more net worth over time. The elementary school is Riverside, and the middle and high school are North Gwinnett Middle School and High School. North Gwinnett High School gets a school champ score of six, uh, excuse me, of 100. It is one of the 13 or 14 schools in Metro Atlanta that gets a perfect school champ score. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school champ report. A school champ report is an exclusive proprietary report that is offered only on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio through Gaddis Group at Remax Center. We have the statistics prepared by a third party called Sure Analytics. And a school chip report will give you all of the information you want about that particular area. It will give you by school district all the key demographic information you're looking for. What's the average age of a house? What's the average household income? What's the average educational attainment of a parent? All of that information that you might be interested in for the area, average household income. And then it overlays all of the real estate data. What's the average sales price, days on market? total market for homes, all of that information is included in one report. And I'm going to tell you, if you are at all interested, if you are at all worried about the quality of schools in your area or the area you're thinking of moving to, then you need a school chimp report. GoGaddisRadio.com is where you go to get it. Click on school chimp, put in a little bit of information, answer a few questions, and it will spit out a report for you. If you are looking for homes for sale and you are showing up a day late and a dollar short, you're searching on the wrong website. The website you want to use is suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. If you're being left out, Stop it. Go to suremls.com. Start do, start doing your searching there. That site pulls listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta, and it makes a huge difference. Did your tax assessment come in the mail recently, and did it literally make you lose your lunch? The housing market has seen the fastest growth in years, but I feel like the value is off. And if you feel like the value is off, there are options for you. 
Roger and Michelle in Ackworth said, OMG, we got our tax assessment in the mail and the value has increased so much that our mortgage payment will surely be going up drastically. What can we do? And the answer is you always have the right to appeal your taxes. Now, be honest with yourself about whether or not they have the property assessed correctly. They will assess the market value, and then you will pay taxes on 40% of the fair market value. I will not, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say 100% of the people who ask me this year if they should appeal their, should appeal their taxes, I suggested that they might not want to do that because the current valuation was lower than the house was actually worth. And I said, you might wind up with not only a no, but you might call attention to your house and you might wind up with a significant increase next year. Taxpayers can challenge an assessment by the County Board of Tax Assessors by appealing to the County Board of Equalization or to an arbitrator or arbitrators within 45 days. Um, You can begin the formal objection process by filing a notice of objection. Again, it's all got to happen quickly. You do have the right to appeal your taxes in many cases that window to be able to appeal the assessment of your property has already closed. I think it's 45 day, days from the date you receive the notice, and I think the 45 days might be over. In Gwinnett County, for example, that, that date was in the upper right-hand corner for those of you who live in Gwinnett County. Peter in Norcross wrote in a question, We've been saving for a down payment on our dream home, but it seems to be a moving target with rates rising. We've heard of gift funds, but what does that mean and exactly how does that work? So when you were little, birthday and Christmas gifts were the best you could ever imagine. And just because you're an older adult, that doesn't mean that has to stop, does it? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't funds to help you purchase your new home just help put you over the top, make you feel like Christmas all over again? Gift funds are are when someone with no strings attached gives you a portion or all of the money for your down payment. Now, the way it works, and you have to look at it because gift funds are not allowable on all loans, but they are allow- allowable on most loans. And gift funds are simply a contribution received by the prospective home buyer from other parties, such as family members, for a down payment or help with closing costs. You're going to have to have something in writing that shows that it is a gift and that it is not, it is not a loan with no strings attached. And you're going to have to show where the money came from and where the money meant to, so where the, one, where the money went to. So make sure you are prepared for both of those things. Gift funds are definitely a possibility. And Peter in Norcross, I suggest you have a good conversation with your lender to understand if you have an option of using gift funds for part of your down payment on a particular loan. For those of you who need a little bit of extra money and you have somebody that's willing to help you, it could be the way that you get into your home sooner than later. If you're planning to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, You need to know all of your options. Do you need to do a market sale? Do you need to do an all-cash close quickly sale? Do you need to improve the home and then sell your home? Or would it make sense for you to go buy your new home before you sold your existing home? And are there programs for all of these? And the answer is yes. So selling a home today can be ultra confusing. And we want to make sure that you have the confidence that you are moving forward in the direction that is best for you. And so we offer what's called a seller confidence plan. If you want to get one of those, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, and request a seller confidence plan. And we will help you know your options before you list your home with anyone else. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without, without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. 
We look forward to talking to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta.